Job ready? Employer says yes. This programme is presented by Eduvate, education and innovation. This week, we're talking with Britannica Digital Learning and their Senior Vice President of Digital Learning, Leah Mansour. Britannica, formerly known in the analogue world as Encyclopedia Britannica, is one of the companies dedicated to providing reliable and verifiable information online. In a world awash with fake news, access to a reliable and verifiable toolkit has never been more important, especially in the education sector. We explore a range of topics related to learning in the digital space and why for students aiming to equip themselves for a future that includes artificial intelligence, robotics and constant change, it's not really about what you learn but how you learn. Hello, it's Jonathan Brill and I'm in Britannica and I'm talking to Leah Manso. Good afternoon. Leah, what is your job title? I'm a senior VP of digital learning at Britannica. And what does that entail? How do you go about a job like that? Um, my main focus is actually the activities of Britannica outside of North America. Uh, and most of our activities today are digital. So essentially, Britannica digital learning outside of North America. Yeah. So we're looking at an encyclopedia which is a tool which will equip for the purpose of uh, our listeners, mainly young people, as they move forward in a digital world. Where do you see an encyclopedia fitting into the personal toolkit of a young person? I think the usage of the word encyclopedia is less relevant today. I think that Britannica is no longer defining itself by being an encyclopedia. Encyclopedia is our heritage, it's our source of uh, strength, but it's certainly not what defines us going forward. So to your make a, a complicated question simple, is we think that knowledge is at the core of what we're gonna see in the future. And digital knowledge and the ability to provide to individual learners the knowledge they seek or they need is where we are going to be a player going forward. So, you're clearly a player now, mm -hmm. uh, and you're going to effect a transformation from encyclopedia to something else, which we can call whatever, whatever you want, but it will be something different. That will be, in essence, a digital transformation. How are you going to do that, given that you are a particular kind of company now with a particular set of content? We are growing our content uh, following where the interest of our individual learners and users are going to. So we're not frozen in time. We're actually developing more media because today the consumption of knowledge is necessarily not just in the written word, but it's very visual. So this is some of the things that Britannica, as a former encyclopedia, uh, which was its strength was in the written word, is actually translating a lot of his content and know-how into media and visualization, which makes learning and, and consumption of, of um, knowledge much easier. Um, that's part of, part of the things we're doing. 
So when you talk of knowledge, are you talking about a set of facts? Are you, set, are you talking about a ways of doing things, ways of approaching things? Are you talking about, as many of your colleagues have stressed here, the need for proper research? I think that it's very important to separate what we're trying to do and we're doing actually today in the school market and what we're doing in the consumer market. These are two similar but different approaches. If I look at the school market where our office here in the UK, EMEA, is covering, um, we believe that knowledge is not just a set of facts. We actually want to be participator not only in providing the know-how, but also to provide an environment, if you want to call it like this, to enable learning, uh, to look at learning strategies that are used in order for students to become more equipped to things that's going to happen in the future. So it's not about just the facts and what do you know about something that happened before, but what do you do with this knowledge? How can you actually take this knowledge, repackage it in your mind, and come with something new? The creation of the new generation and the new knowledge that they can generate by themselves, it's not less important to us than the facts themselves. And are these learning strategies inculcated within the academic world, inculcated in schools and universities? Yeah, absolutely. I think that learning strategies is a trend that we see worldwide. If I look at the curriculum in variety of markets, uh, I just came from a meeting with a Brazilian uh, uh, where they launch a new curriculum set. Uh, Japan, another place where they have a new curriculum. And it's not about what you learn, but how do you learn? And learning strategies uh, uh, um, is essentially an important focus now of the, uh, uh, of the Ministry of Education because they understand that we are teaching students towards a future which is unknown to us. Mm -hmm. So we have to equip them with tools, not just with knowledge, but with, with how to create and how to learn, which is not less important than, than the knowledge itself. So in the newer and developing economies, do you think they're adopting a different strategy than the traditional economies such as the UK or to, or to a large extent the US? Well, I, th I think that the UK and the US go through the same changes, uh, uh, not necessarily just in, the, in, 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 in other markets in the world. UK and, and US actually led some of these changes and came you know, by dropping down some of the testing um, and enabling more freedom. Uh, understanding that individuals have different needs and they have different learning capabilities so you don't judge them or monitor their progress equally so you allow individual uh, uh, advances of students so all of these uh, differentiated learning together with uh, um, you know 21st century learning skills yeah. which is another term that was used in the past 10 years now it's no longer uh, uh, maybe, uh, you know, we're already in the 21st uh, century. So all of this is changing in all markets. So a young person coming out of high school or, or university today needs to know, in your view, how to learn and needs to have discovered strategies for learning. They're looking up at a lifetime where increasingly artificial intelligence, robotics, robots, are going to be moving into their world. 
what sort of learning strategies can they adopt looking towards that future? Wow, that's a tough question. I think that, yes, there are some learning that the machines can do, but at the end of the day, machines are about repetitive work. And I think the human being, this is the advantage that we bring to the world. We can bring something which is outside of the repetitive world. It's not a question of can we, can we repeat the same activity and do it faster, because we can never beat the machines which we are, which we are developing ourselves. But it's the added value that we can bring. I think it's about the collaboration that the human mind and the human spirit can bring into uh, inventions. Uh, which I suspect it will be difficult for a machine to come with a new invention. So we are trying to help students and take part. Obviously, Britannica is not alone. We're just one of many, many uh, 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 bodies and companies that, that participate in this. But we hope to, to participate creation of uh, learners that is able to provide this added value and bring something to the world which is creative. Creativity is a key word for us. And in, able to, in, in order to be creative, you need to be able to think. You need to be able to dream. You need to be able to explore. That what makes you creative. So in this developing world, you say that you're just one of a number of companies working in this way, but you are thought leaders. And as thought leaders, you're intending to lose the emphasis on encyclopedia and move more into a way where knowledge is understood not only as a bunch of facts, but also as a, as a way of doing things. How in terms of providing a working environment that's going to do this, can you change what's going on or do you need to change anything? you always have to change. The technology that we're using is changing and we have to adapt. Uh, I think that we are trying to be agnostic of the technology and simply work in the same or in, in the growing and changes technology. So if it's, if you're using an iPad or you're using a phone and this is more common than using a computer, then we have to be there, okay? We need to support the, the style of sharing that students do today. You know, my own kids, um, they share by using Instagram and they share by using Facebook or actually Facebook is old fashioned uh, uh, for my kids. Um, and you need to be there. You need to be able to allow your content to be consumed and be shared by using the technology that, that students today uh, are using. The content that we have, which is the core of what we've done in the past, is still relevant today. I'm not trying to say, and I will not say, that it's irrelevant. I think knowledge and facts is an important part of the learning. But what do you do with this? Um, we are trying to create environment and tools, which is not about how to deliver the, the knowledge, but to enable discussions between uh, the students, to enable them to create something new, teachers or students, to create something new of their own. Uh, so you can see features like My Britannica uh, in our environment. So it's not longer just what we provide, but what I can do with my own version uh, 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 of Britannica. And, and again, incorporating learning strategies, variety of learning strategies into our offering. So if I want to teach kids, for example, how to summarize, 
sounds simple, but many kids today don't know how to summarize. Okay, <laughs> and it's essentially a, a, a learning strategy. So I enable environment that allows them to do that. So within this environment, I'm thinking of the, the people that you are working with in Britannica, you want to work with in the future. It seems to me that they need to be adaptive to change, but also resilient in the terms of the speed with which the change is, is, is happening. How do you identify this in people so that you can get the best team possible in Britannica? You know, choosing people into teams is... is um is a, a lot of chemistry, I would say. You know, you can choose the best person on paper, and at the end of the day, um, you can be surprised what type of uh, quality you find in, in the team members. I think that we are trying to be diversified. We have, and we're still, when we are employing uh, uh, people, it can be young, it can be older people. We have no, really, we, we don't judge, uh, uh, and we don't care what, what is, uh, 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 the age of the individual, we just want them to be able to think. I think any thinker and anyone who comes with, and is not afraid of coming with new ideas, is a valuable member of the team. So, so we are trying to listen as much as possible. Uh, not every idea can actually become a reality, but if we want to enable our students to dream and be creative, we have to foster the same concept within our own environment. Um, so yes, we're changing. It's slowly, we're changing. Uh, we are celebrating 250 <laughs> this year, so <laughs> change has been a, 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 a requirement, but we are essentially a different uh, company today than we were even 20 years ago. And I started to work for this company in 2000. So yeah, almost 18 years and I've seen a lot of changes. And what would you say would be the, the biggest change in terms of the people that are working here? Of course the technologies, of course the environment and so on, but in terms of the people adapting to this, where would you see the principal characteristic change? We listen more. I think that when I joined Britannica, uh, we were essentially at the end of the printed encyclopedia era. Uh, and still used to the fact that Britannica is a source of knowledge. And we had this notion that we know better. I don't think that this notion exists anymore. I think that we went through a complete change of trying to see what else is out there, to be much more open to um, forces that comes from outside and incorporated in what we're doing. So we are not trying to teach ourselves, but we are also learners. And I think this is how we improve ourselves over time. And I think that is probably the biggest change that I've seen in, in the way that um, our team members are participating. Essentially almost like the role of the teacher. I think the teacher today is no longer um, standing in front of a classroom and just teach. He actually needs to facilitate what's happening in the classroom. So the same thing, in a way, happens to our employees. We're not just teaching the outside, we're actually trying to facilitate and try to absorb what's happening and then put our creative mind into it. We've been talking about some very big stuff and facilitation of learning. Well, it doesn't come much bigger than that. So let's end with a few simple little things which are still quite tough. A student comes to you, 16, 17, 18, and says, I don't think I want to go to university. Would you encourage them to go? 
I think there are learning that can be done outside of university. I think there is proof in this world that people have been successfully and widely successful even without going to university. Um, obviously, university gives you an important tools, um, and, and, but there are alternative ways and we cannot shut our eyes to the changes. And technology, by the way, is part of the reason why there are so many other options beside going to a university. You know, if my own kid will come to me and say, mom, you know, I don't want to go to university because I want to go and learn in, in, and explore in a different way, I would listen first before I would be a judge and say yes or no. There are more options today than there were 20 years ago. You've talked a lot about uh, travel and different countries and ourselves as a company encourage people to think in a, in a global way. But at the same time, countries are closing down on immigration. Countries are making it more difficult to travel, live, study within these countries. How are we going to get over this? You can't stop globalization. You know, this is all the attempts of, of putting a stop into immigration, the reality will be stronger than all of us. I think that globalization is here to stay. I think that you can no longer just think what's happening across the table. You must know that there is an effect of what you're doing which is globally affected. And I'm, I'm not just talking about global warming, that each, one and, each and every one of us contribute to what's happening to this world. Uh, uh, but we are stronger together at the end of the day. You cannot close the market anymore. You cannot stop students from wanting to know more and what's happening in other places or traveling to study in a different place and gain uh, knowledge. Um, and I think that we need to understand the world if we want to improve it. So. And finally, at the end of a fascinating discussion, a young student searching for a job is stuck in an elevator with you. They have 30 seconds in which to impress you. What should the content of their elevator pitch be? <laughs> I think it goes back to the same question that even my parents asked me uh, more than 20 years ago. Um, how do you see your life in the future? How do you see the way you affect your life? going forward and in the future. What changes can you bring to your own life and to the society? And, and that's what I'm looking for. I'm, I'm looking to see that the students will be better than us. They'll be more creative than us and they, they know that there are no limits. So yeah, I, I hope that this is what I'm gonna hear. We are looking for students who are going to be better than us. How better to end a fascinating interview with Leah Mansour. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You'll find us online at edivate.biz, job ready, employer says yes. <laughs>